0: ballers and a bro fist to you all you can't change the title of the game oh poor bex can't do anything she's trapped and i don't know why i haven't changed anything but there we go ladies and gentlemen welcome to drama time i am back i arrived back from australia yesterday afternoon we're back to the usual schedule i'm probably doing a couple of streams over the weekend as we had a glorious monday catching up on the live letter all that poe juiciness that i got to see And some things that I got to see that you can't know about yet. Ah, 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 ah. I live in that glorious world. As well as trying out Pallia, a new MMO. The cozy MMO. We tried that out today. And we also checked out Planet Crafter, which definitely looks like a game that I will enjoy a lot. It's got a little Subnautica vibe going on with it. Yum, 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 yum. yum. Uh, So all wonderful things going on. Well, that's not why you're here right now. Before I go on my lovely date with my wife, because she is off on Monday, she's disappearing for a week again, I'm here to spend my Friday afternoon with you guys and to tell some wonderful tales that have been sent to us from around the community, around the world, of the weird and wonderful things that go on in in the online super world with crazy people doing crazy things. Uh, generally quite strange <laughs> i usually have some fun stuff coming up with us uh so we got some good things uh so we've got one here oh okay beck says this is our absolute favorite so i think we should go with that okay hmm let me whip out my snazzy snazzy wireless keyboard why don't you buy a kvm because i'm happy with what i've got thanks very much uh i'm good the time i killed Cadgar. <laughs> Is it possible to kill Dadgar? Is it even possible to kill our boy? You feed him too many Apexes pistols, uh, crystals? Is that what you do? Uh, I don't know. Oh, no names for this one. All right, I'll leave it as Preach the Traveler as I have covered the length, breadth and width of our globe in the last few days, in seven days. Uh, oh, it might be the server. Yeah, maybe. I thought about Dadgar, but we'll see. Let's have some fun. Let's jump into this. Uh, okay. Okay. Hello preacher and your glorious wonderful audience. Oh, I should point this out as I can see it happening in the chat right now about Baldur's Gate 3. We have decided we will have Baldur's Gate Christmas on the stream. That's what we're going to do. Uh I desperately want to play it, but as does pretty much every single person in our community. So we are going to save it till Christmas. I can wait. I am fully aware and our team our, our audience is pretty good at not backseating hardcore. So we will save Baldur's Gate 3 for Christmas uh a wonderful audience who are already accusing you of being guilty for buttering them up uh which may be not be spamming the guilty emo at me (laughs) they are correct okay (laughs) they are correct i've always enjoyed gaming as a kid since my father introduced me to my first real gaming experience when i was a mere six years of age with the grand strategy game civ 3 You played Civ 3 when you were six. Right. Hmm. <laughs> a bold start to your gaming adventure, for to be sure. Civ 3 at six years old. Okay. Uh, I should point out here, he quickly regretted <laughs> letting me play this and letting me play multiplayer a few times after introducing me to it. I wiped the floor, utterly destroying him because he was old and boomerish. And then I quickly moved on soon to only playing uh, on deity difficulty because he refused to ever play against me again. Wow, this six-year-old wrecked, wrecked his, uh, was it his uncle? His dad, oh, he wrecked his dad at Civ, shit. Oh, that's really embarrassing. I then moved on to playing many other games and later came to love World of Warcraft, where since I came back in Legion, I would often find myself in situations where I ask, how do I get up there? Oh, whoops! A GM is messaging me. I thoroughly enjoy finding ways of breaking the game. Okay. Mm. Okay. Feel free to share my Moam mishap in Classic. Just a screenshot of a wipe at Moam, from what I can see. Is this Classic Hardcore? Did you wipe a group at Moam? How do you die at Moam? No mana drain. Today, my story is, a lat- is the latter taking place in WoW Shadowlands pre-patch where the zombie event came back and we could infect people to our heart's content. I normally am not one to spread misery outside of instance PvP, but this, this is part of the pre-patch fun and I wanted to spread it like wildfire. I wanted to spread it to the Eastern Kingdoms and Kalandor. And I set my sights on Shatrath as players thought it would be safe from the events as it was out of the way. Little did they know I was lurking. <laughs> Piece of shit. To do it, however, I would, fi- I would find it was very difficult. You see, taking a portal or teleporting into a major city would remove the infected debuff because you would spawn near an Argent healer which would automatically cleanse you so in order to terrorize the people who wanted no part of this event this is why blizzard stopped doing these events because of people like you you know i had fun with this event but it was the most complained about event ever because of people like you who went out of your fucking way to make sure the people who wanted no part of it and were quite happy to stay away from it still got harassed endlessly i needed to get creative i decided i will go to outland via the dark portal where there were no argent healers in sight to foil my plans through a bit of trial and error i found the perfect spot to land in shatrath to wait until i became a zombie to begin my reign of chaos now the guards and npcs in shatrath did almost no damage to me as a zombie and i could easily infect and kill them with little issue as they were multiple levels below me in my hubris of course when i transformed a pack of npcs near the flight master i found out that those npcs hyper spawn the second they die or in this case become zombies i inadvertently and i want to be clear on this through pure chance created a self-replicating army of undead numbering in the hundreds if not thousands It was the greatest thing I'd ever seen. I have provided a screenshot of what I did. Okay, (laughs) so we do have a screenshot (laughs) of the entire Shatrath just rolling around as fucking zombies. (laughs) You also have a shit UI, which makes me even sadder. So for our audio listeners, yes, we have uh, a a Shatrath just swarming with zombies at this point. I will UI shame this default UI as this is happening. But there is, yes, there is a shitload of zombies doing their bit. As they turned into more and more ghouls, more NPCs spawned and guards from the city came joining the fray who also turned into ghouls. It felt glorious. It was like I was a lich responsible for the (laughs) carnage before me. Once the amount of ravenous ghouls started to outpace the hyperspawn, they started to seek out more and more flesh inside the main room of Shatrath, where Kadgar and Adal are. While the ghouls couldn't attack the Naru, they did swarm Kadgar, where he fell and raised up to serve the scourge in undeath. Oh, Jesus. Uh, we have another picture of Kadgar the infected. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, he does. <laughs> He's full on. They actually killed him. <laughs> zombie Khadgar is on a rampage. Oh, my God. Every, I could tell from, the, from our audio, guys, every NPC in Shatrath is now becoming a zombie. Step by fucking step, one by one. And also, the screenshot does say uh, you laugh. So you were emoting while you were doing this. <clears throat> Glorious as Kadgar fell i was awash with pride after all i had to do that stupid eight minute escort quest from him so many times on my retail and classic characters to choose aldor or Scryer. but then the realization hit me i had become death the destroyer of worlds the army outside is still is still self-replicating without any end in sight And then behold, something amazing happened. The Naru Adal moved and started killing the zombies and cleaning up the mess I'd made. It killed me a bit before because zombies periodically lose HP as though I was observing in the air from a flying mount. After that, I began to get nervous as I received the extremely rare whisper from a Blizzard GM. People had been complaining about what was happening in Shatrath. And the GM had discovered that I was the cause. Because I did say, which has probably a stupid thing to do looking back on it, in general chat, and I will say this, I am not one for roleplay, but this was so good. I spammed in all caps, death has come for you. I am the bringer of justice. Of course, the replies I got were, He's the player that started all this. You just couldn't help it. You had to look back at the incineration you'd caused. You had to turn and behold your own glory. And then you had to sniff your own farts and relish in it, didn't you? Yes, it's me. Me. Unfortunately, Preach, I didn't screenshot those messages. were lost on my old laptop. But I was able to recover the screenshots I provided because I put them in my guild and Classic Guild's Discord server. But this is kind of how the GM conversation went. The GM said what I did was awesome and that they couldn't stop laughing at what I had done to Shatrath. However, they said the fun was over. Please do not do it again. <laughs> That's decent. That's decent. Look, we get it. It's really fucking funny. But <laughs> don't do it again, okay? <laughs> like just don't do it again. I breathed a sigh of relief that I received no punishment and just a warning and spread the plague as a zombie again for the rest of pre patch. I said to myself, this is a great start to this new expansion. Shadowlands is going to be so good if it launches with things like this in it. Well. Well, look at you, eh? Oh. Oh, come here. Come here to Daddy. Come on, come and have a little cuddle. Come on, come and have a little snuggle. Let's have a little chit chat about what you did. (laughs) I left Shadowlands almost immediately and went to play Final Fantasy (laughs) XIV. I have to say Shadowlands was complete and utter garbage. Oh, man. I started playing Final Fantasy XIV in BFA's 8.1. I did come back for season four, got my slime cat and waited for Dragonflight, which I'm happy to say has been amazing so far and has partially restored my faith in WoW. Thank you, and I hope you enjoyed my little tale of that time that I killed Cadgar and the hopes and dreams of many people who did not want to play our game. Oh, dear. Mm. Uh, Mike, I warn you, this story has incest in it. I mean, we have to read that, right? <laughs> we have to read it. Uh, I don't think there's any avoiding it. I don't think so. I think we have to go in. Bex is good at marketing. I mean, <laughs> sweet home Alabama. I will say at uh, ExileCon, I met a husband and wife world of warcraft player combo they assure me they do not run the guild so i was uh i was very wary when uh yeah, yeah, yeah I, I met them i met them they met through world of warcraft smoothie she played a priest i'm not saying any cliches it just so happened she played a priest and she got pugged into the raid team and our man made a move. And now they're getting married. How cool is that? How cool is that? I think that's pretty cool. I think that's awesome. They were a very happy couple. And now they're traveling gaming conventions together. I think, I thought it was awesome actually. They were super nice. They said there's definitely no drama. <clears throat> you got yours through a WoW streamer? Hey, we're basically Tinder, but with a stream. It's easy game, easy life over here okay i don't know where this story goes all i can see is bex's preface and warning to us let's enjoy preacher. the brofist to you all the way down in texas okay so i did bring up there's probably incest in this story we're starting in texas i didn't know that but so far we're ticking a lot of the correct boxes so it <laughs> should be okay <laughs> and to the rest of the team and of course your wonderful chat this is by far the most insane online interaction i have ever had in my fucking life and i had to send it to drama time and it happened because all i wanted to do was trade someone for a ring strap in prepare your buttholes here we go i was off from work and after being an adult in the morning i sat down to run some m plus keys on my shadow priest I joined a pug through the group finder to do a Nels Lair plus 11. The dungeon was fine. No wipes. We two-chested it. Nothing to report. A classic smooth run where nobody really talks to each other. Ah, I love those MMO experiences. Everybody plays well. Nobody communicates. Bliss. I was running this dungeon in hopes of getting either a helmet to turn into a tier piece or the best-in-slot ring that drops there. And wouldn't you know it, the gods smiled upon me and RNGesus Jesus opened his legs wide. Both of the items dropped at the end. I won neither item. F. Naturally, it was time to take it to the pink. Do you need? I would just be interested to know whether you needed that item because it's a fine item and I need it. Do you need? First, the helm was looted by a frost mage. <clears throat> greedy little bitch kept it for himself (laughs) how dare he how fucking dare he keep the item he won what a piece of shit the ring however was looted by a paladin who was way way above the gear that was dropping in this dungeon paladin name was nino nino was slow to respond and did not speak english very well but he was more than happy to trade me the ring Only one problem. He immediately had to leave for work. Before he does, he tells me his aunt, who does not play video games, will trade me. How quickly do you need to leave to not open the trade window and put it in, but instead type that your aunt... Okay, this guy was setting you up big time. This guy was setting you up from the fucking start. He saw you coming so far away. Oh, he could smell it. He could smell it. So there I sat for a good 30 seconds, assuming obviously I was not going to get the item. But then a message appeared in the pink. Hello, I'm Nino's aunt. I don't really know anything about computer games. I'm happy to help I paused I stared at the message considering what my options were at this point in time is what's about to happen worth my time was all that was running through my head On the one hand, perhaps I get the ring and I do not have to run another dungeon. Spend time getting into a group, hoping the ring drops, looting it. Potentially, this would solve all them problems. All I had to do was try and teach this person how to play WoW. This is where a second problem came into play. Nino was Alliance. I was Horde. those who don't know under the current restrictions for cross-faction gameplay you can only trade items with the opposite faction if you're in the same group and inside the instance oh okay so the dude had left the dungeon all right that makes more sense i thought they were still stood at the chest they're not the dude has left the dungeon that's the problem okay however that instance cannot be queued content it must be an instance you physically walk into If that wasn't already complicated enough to explain to a novice, with some exceptions, you can only join cross-faction groups through the group finder. Somehow, I had to teach this lady through all of these steps. Before starting, she told me she was happy to call her daughter to help, but I didn't want to waste more time on this and said, it's okay, I can get us through this. Okay. (laughs) i decided on a game plan my friends we're gonna take everything one step at a time i will explain everything that needs to happen how pressing i opens the group finder you highlight the tab you want to interact with then click an option at the bottom of the screen to interact with the tab eventually i successfully taught her how to search the group finder for my group sign up and accept the invite she got there first step success next i had to move her from Valdraken to an instance i decided trying to explain dragon flying was probably not worth it the easiest thing for me to do was to get her on a flight path that would fly her to one of the points right next to a dungeon. This would be considerably easier than using, uh, than the group finder, except for one problem. She wasn't quite sure how to move her character. I had not foreseen this. I seriously underestimated how little this poor sweet woman knew about this game. I decided that perhaps this wasn't worth it. I told her... We can stop here we don't have to do this it seems like it's too much but she then said that she was now having fun Uh uh-oh and insisted (laughs) that she wanted to help because she was getting there all right okay we're pushing on we're committing yeah now she's gaming she's become a gamer at this point she's in she's part of the team let's focus up okay I explain Wazda. She informs me that W and A work, but the other buttons don't do anything. Are they not even on strafe? I have no idea what the fuck this kid was key binding to the arrow keys, but whatever. Through some trial and error on her end, she was able to find the keys that moved her forwards backwards and the keys that turned her character. All right, we're moving forward. From this point on, everything went smoothly. She followed me to the flightmaster. I talked her through taking a flight to Iscara to enter Brackenhide Hollow. And once there, I opened a trade with her and started to explain how to get the ring. I was cusping. I was absolutely cusping on the edge of victory. But then, disaster. Complete and total disaster. Nino's aunt started to explain to me how she had found in-game males. A lot of them. Between her nephew and her daughter. Preacher, I don't know how to explain what happened next. But here are the fucking screenshots that explain it to you. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) Oh, I've got screenshots. Here we go. Let me zoom in. I'm sorry. I'm shaking right now. I saw my daughter's name on one of the letters and I clicked it and read something I wasn't supposed to oh um hmm there's like 80 letters from her do you know my daughter no <laughs> have you found the ring yet <laughs> our boy's trying to get out of it <laughs> no i don't have you found the ring yet though <laughs> just just <laughs> bring it back in life. that's a wonderful story have you found the ring did you know about this? Are you trying to play some sort of joke on me? Oh, she would suspect that. Oh my God, this might be genuine. Um, No, me and your nephew just happened to play in a group together for a short period of time today. Have you guys set me up to read this disgusting things? It's not funny. No, no, I didn't. Have you found the ring yet? no 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 no. have you found the ring please just give me the ring so i can get the fuck out of here (laughs) this isn't close to funny it's gross i don't know who your daughter and nephew are your nephew just offered to help me get an item in the game are you all like this in this game Is this like one of them sexual games? I mean, not normally, but I mean, (laughs) it could be. Plot twist, Preach. Her daughter shows up. I guess she told her mom not to worry. She drove over to help her trade an item in WoW as she played it. Oh, God. Okay. Hold on, my daughter got here he then, okay, so I've got the whispers here, uh, and the daughter starts whispering the guy as well, now, my gut instinct, this is a setup, for sure, but it's still funny, okay, so the daughter then starts whispering the guy, who the hell are you, and why would you tell my mother about in-game mail, our author, I have no idea what the hell is going on, I just did a dungeon with, whoever and they offered to trade a ring to me that's it and how did you know about the letters i don't know anything about any letters i really just want the ring but why have you done this what ring yes please trade me the ring (laughs) from the mythic plus i just did oh and you don't know about the letters i'm sorry okay so the daughter (laughs) apologizes all right Uh uh I thought you were one of his friends. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm just a random from the guys mythic plus. Okay. I'm so screwed. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. I somehow got your mum into a dungeon and almost completed the trade. And then this happened. Oh, I'm so confused. You're confused. I'm confused. My mum is really freaking out. I don't want to know what she saw. I just want the ring. The guy is still chanting it for the ring. (laughs) He still wants his ring. Please just give me the ring, dude. That's all I want. Oh, she's... Oh, fuck, fuck. She read the mails, didn't she? I'm sorry, dude, for getting you into this. What item was it I have to get offline? It's a ring. It's just a ring called the loop of vitriolic intent or something. It has loop in the name. Just search loop. He still wants it. Still a chance. <clears throat> Preacher, I got the ring. <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> the daughter trained me to this ring. <clears throat> I don't know if I could chalk this up as a W, but after reading and going through this, I decided I would take a shower. I do acknowledge it is absolutely possible I was being trolled. I would put this on a nine out of ten chance that these guys were just fucking trolling the shit out of you over a ring because they were overgeared geared elitists. But I doubt it, given the true nature of what was going on. Oh, he believes it was a truer. Hmm. Hmm. It was certainly one of the strangest moments I've ever had in the game, but I'm glad to say I did get the ring. What makes me think it was genuine... Oh, okay... Is that the lady was asking me questions, which I don't think even someone pretending to be bad would ask. Yeah, that's true. Like a gamer t- pretending to be bad would ask questions incorrectly, I think. Like, I don't think a gamer even pretending to be bad wouldn't know how to use a keyboard properly. Always keep on the great work, preacher. Be careful out there. You never know when Mythic Plus loot might actually uncover incestuous relationships. <laughs> happen (laughs) apparently it can happen at any moment so stay sharp everybody (laughs) it's a risk we take every day uh yeah this is why i don't whisper people for loot i don't do it man i don't do it i don't whisper anyone for loot anymore it's not worth it you never know Maybe it's just an America thing I don't think this would happen on the, the smooth brain EU servers, that wouldn't happen Right? Not at all Alright, deflection Desmaier And slow hula <laughs> Hell yeah brother, <laughs> hell yeah We just call that a Tuesday I mean a cousin has some gap in the DNA chain There's a little, there's a, a minor gap It's all good Okay <clears throat> Let's go on Greetings, Mike and chat. I come to you today to regale you all with a tale that takes place in the drama-free, perfect, crystal, smooth community that is Final Fantasy XIV, and sadly, into my real life. Okay. What I can disclaim immediately to the audience is that everything I'm about to tell you was from my point of view. While I've gathered the thoughts of my other various friends who were also there during the drama that occurred our point of view generally tends to be the same. What I request from you and your chat are your thought from an objective outsider's point of view. We're objective, right, guys? Yeah, we're an objective bunch. I know personally there are things I could have done better, but I believe my reaction to everything that happened was justified, especially towards the end of my tale. Well, we shall be the judges of that, my friend. That is what we offer here. Let me fill you in and give you context for the characters we shall meet today. Let me begin with Casimir. I went to a private school all of my life growing up, but listening to how much my father complained about how expensive it was, all <laughs> yeah, it is. I decided to step foot into a public high school for his sake. You're a good kid. You're a good kid. Uh, Everything I was used to was different. I had never had to take the bus like a poor before, (laughs) let alone use lockers with twirly locks. I can't express how many times I forgot where my bus is in the early days or how often I forgot the combination for my locker lock. But orientation day of freshman year, Kazimier greeted me. Me, an overly shy person, was ecstatic at making a friend so early. He even introduced me to a group of friends and I met them all. We hit it off like it was the most natural thing in the world. Good guy Kazimier! Hey dude, what's going on? That is where we met. Now let's go ahead many, many years. At the time this story takes place, I was 27 years old. Casimir and myself are no longer a part of that high school friend group. As per usual, people tend to drift away as time goes on. Casimir, however, has a thing where he randomly vanishes for months on end at a times. Oh, he does a Genji. And hardly ever responds to anybody's messages. Which is why his friends from high school eventually completely abandoned him. From a bad family to bad friends, he had it rough in his more adult years. I told him after his best friend since childhood stopped talking to him that i never would i would stand by his side and take care of him keep in mind his friends all disappeared around 2020. i will admit he got better much better at just disappearing constantly i made it clear how often i and others wanted him around but he was never very good at communicating and often left me on read I won't lie to you. It was infuriating. but I dealt with it because I promised him I would not abandon him completely. I found out. Oh, Oh. (laughs) I found out that he had grown feelings for me as well. But I do not believe these were romantic as much as they were simple love for another. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. <clears throat> oh. Oh. Oh, did you put Casimir in the friend zone? Oh. Just roommates being roommates. <laughs> oh, no. <clears throat> oh, my reasoning as to why I think such, I will elaborate upon later. Oh. To all my fellow fellow hetero men in the chat right now i am about to say the line that cuts to our very hearts every time we hear it this may cause ptsd i am really sorry but once you hear this line it is of course the saddest thing in the world i loved kazamiya as a close friend That is the rip. (laughs) Rip. Uh, That is one deflating balloon right there. Critical strike. I have feelings for you, and I love you as a friend. That's awesome. (laughs) That's great. That's really cool. Yeah, oh, you're like a brother to me. Oh my god. I hope not, because that explains all the porn that exists, stepbrother. (laughs) I love you like a brother. (sighs) I really wanted him to be the happiest person. Dealing with all of his ignoring, flaking, and false promises constantly, though, it was tiring on me. Now, before I bring you all into the thick of everything, I will admit... I am a very dramatic person. I tell people I'm dramatic because it's something I recognize about myself. Right. There are other traits I dislike that I have also identified and I'm working on them. But I think everybody has things they don't like about themselves. (laughs) No? Are you joking? Have you seen this? It's the whole fucking package. Everybody in my chat hundred percent perfect at all times right that's why we're the jury yeah you come to us all fucking times because there's zero to dislike about anybody easy game easy life for all of us correct chat right So we roll deep now let's get to the drama i play final fantasy 14 a fair amount less so than i used to but still quite a lot i raid savage content we were recruiting some various members including a caster dps and a tank this is where Lu- lunari and deflection come into play we're trialing them in unreal ultima weapon them, them green orbs, though as we didn't really care for damage as much as we just focused and if they got along with the group and could do just simple basic mechanics slow hula the one who does the recruiting noted that they were a couple raiding together since stormblood oh no We have a guild policy, no couples, (laughs) no couples. There'll be none of that. However, however, we decided to bend the rules because they had been playing together for over four years. So their relationship should be stable. Right. Sure. <laughs> Lunawari and Deflection both lived together. They played the game, sat next to each other. They had animals, raging from a big old husky dog, two rabbits, and eventually two cats. A husky and two rabbits. Brave. So anyone would think at that point that this relationship was rock solid. As stable as it could possibly be. At least we did so we bend our rules and we accept them into the raid group and the healer that was going to heal alongside me had to leave for life reasons so linawari chimes up i mean it's much harder to find a healer this late into recruiting recruiting search for both a caster and a healer and if we find a caster i'll just be the healer cool nice solution i thought i got along with her well enough and she adds she has healed before even has an ultimate weapon for a healing spec she'd be perfect we did fill that casting spot in which she became my coal healer for abyssos i was a sage and her on the astrologian we still have some time before the raid tier started so in the meantime we played other games to get to know each other better we played everyone's favorite mobile league of legends divinity original sin 2 together and probably some other scattered about games i can't recall My friend group all got to know Linowari in particular very well. Deflection didn't play with us very much. I didn't really think of it too hard at the time. Not everyone plays outside games. Despite being playfully rude at random times, he chimed in. He mostly just kept to himself and his own games. However, as I played more and more games with Linowari, I quickly came to realize that she has anger issues. I talked... (laughs) Oh, No. I've talked with her about it before and she says it's a medical condition. Medically angry. Okay. Right. Uh, huh. Uh <laughs> We've recruited somebody who is medically angry. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Let's go ahead to where the tier finally started. Most of us has a good grasp on each other by now in our raid team how we all act together how we play face to face now with acid drooling overgrown and muscly green proto carbuncle is still rather early on mind you i haven't truly yet seen how much linoari would eventually stress me the fuck out as per usual with any new fight the first pulls are simply testing out the mechanics no one was expecting to one-shot this boss however linoari seemed like she had a different idea about how to progress it has now become a meme in our guild where if someone audibly and loudly angrily sighs we call it the Linwari sigh because let me tell you she did this sigh every single time somebody got something wrong during savage progress He could just imagine it right it's really motivating during progress (laughs) yeah the whole team is just really high on motivation every single time now mike i'm unsure if you've ran savage abyssos i have not yet i tend to keep up to date on your 14 a while content i have no memory of you saying you've done it and if you did i apologize no no it's fine i haven't done it yet but there is a mechanic called devour it broke many people's spirits that carbuncle's ability to snapshot your tiniest of pinky toes so that happens to dip into the orange radial marker is unfucking real And to some, it is sanity-breaking. And it broke Linoari so much that we could hear her screaming through her boyfriend Deflection's microphone. She had muted herself to go on one of her screaming matches, but he had not. <laughs> <laughs> big brain <laughs> now <clears throat> <clears throat> i don't know how much you know about shield healers i think or two, but while yes you do shield that means no dps if you're casting a spell to shield people up ideally the shield shield healer can 100% getting get away with just putting mitigation on the party obviously these spells won't be up for every single mechanic but there's many other spells to use that don't involve casting the shield button. The Nawari did not like this. I studied my job, watched many videos, and did so much practice outside of the raid. I knew what I was doing was correct. Alas, she would sigh at me. (sighs) And then she would tell me in an overly agitated voice how my shields are not big enough, and I'm not doing enough healing. Despite being confident in my healing, this made me unbearably self-conscious of every button I was pressing. I do not like being yelled at, especially as I've done so much preparation. I don't think anybody does, and it really made me question what I was doing. It made me so uneasy that I started spamming shields constantly to the point where the healing meters turned to me doing 90% of the healing versus her 10%. I had logs to back it up, her agitated sighs, her angry yelling through Deflection's microphone. It got me so deeply that it made me hate raiding. I stopped talking in comms. Muted my microphone completely and just resorted to typing so I didn't have to say anything. I even deafened her at one point so I'd stop hearing the sighs. That was sadly still not enough to keep her happy. It got so bad to the point where in the later fights I stopped DPSing entirely to just put barrier after barrier after barrier so she would stop sighing or getting angry at me. Of course, outside of raid progress, Things were alright for the most part. I won't talk about playing League with her, however, it's mostly just all the same swearing, lots of sighing, overall miserableness. But that was League of Legends. What else are you supposed to do? (laughs) But that was League. Like, what else are you going to do in League? I mean, that's the way it's got to be, right? Even while I type this to you, Mike, my stomach curls in anxiety as I try to relive the moments for the sake of writing this tale to you. I'm sorry you got sick typing out to us. Abyss of Six wasn't too much of an issue, but I realized then and there she had literally stopped healing. She was just now permanently DPSing the boss while I was endlessly trying to solo heal it. I did it for science and decided not to mit the main tank intentionally intentionally to see if she would bother even healing the tank. She did not. Not one single time. No matter how many times I forgot to put up my mitigation or to heal someone, she didn't do it. Even with other things, as we get more gear, more comfortable mechanics and so on. Silly of me, it was to think that I could go back to healing normally, for the wrath of Linwari was unending. A burning fire which would seldom settle. Abyss 07 was a different type of monster. But, my ne- but by now, I just realized I had to mostly only heal or overheal like crazy. And then we got to 8. To fight Body Horror Incarnate. And this fight broke her like no fucking other you might have noticed i don't mention her boyfriend much of all i in fact feel horribly bad for this man no one wants to reach out in case he thinks we are the ones that cause what is about to happen it was around now however that my opinion on Linuari was not good i didn't like her i was now miserable raiding because of her i didn't like it at all i was civil with her but i was tolerating her more than anything else i still consider myself friends with her but that string holding the title together was fragile straining and breaking abyssus eight to put it simply was a mess we died to snacks a lot due to everyone's problems not just one person i started to care less and less about over mitigating and just thought it is what it is (laughs) it is what it is i've got to start playing normally and at some point i played it safe there were still many times where i went overly insane with it but i was starting to draw it all back it took us 20 days from the point of abyss seven dying to eight part one being put down much longer than it should have been of course but we did kill it from there it was roughly another 20 days of raiding until we killed part two but this is where things got out of hand One night, we get a message from Linuari claiming that this boss has made her so stressed that she's begun to cry IRL thinking about it. Even though the logs showed she had stopped healing quite some time ago. She requested, and we obliged, to take regular breaks while still inside the instance for her to de-stress and calm down. I could hear her talking shit about me and other members at various points on the other per- on her boyfriend's microphone. This of course upset me like no other, as per usual. But I kept it inside until the raid was done. Why? <laughs> I don't care. Why? Are you just worried you can't get another healer or you'll lose two players? Yeah, tell her to go fuck herself when the raid was done we of course all quietly vented between each other me and the main tank of slow hula about her behavior they agreed that she was a douche and that she was very awkward to be around when she was angry which was becoming more and more often at some point during the fight around the time where the second heavy hitting dot comes out somebody died she flew into a blind rage specifically at me my mind went blank as she was screaming and it's where I just gave up inside. I had pre-shield the AOE coming out. I had used my mitt. She just didn't heal any of the HP that needed to be done. I had swapped to Scholar, and from then on, I simply spammed Adlo back to back, non-stop, and never did any DPS. Munker. Munker. This allowed her to just continuously DPS. We did kill it, but we still had to do at minimum seven more reclears so everyone could get bis. Around the halfway point of our reclears, I go to visit a friend who lives in Texas. Linoari also lived in Texas. So I said, let's meet up, grab something to eat or drink so we can meet in real life. Why? Why would you want to meet somebody who's talking shit about you? You can literally hear them. Like, why would you, why would you do that? Yeah. Why? Why would you do that? This, this constant like thing where it's like, I can fix it. We could be friends. She's got medical problems. This, 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 no man. Just no, no, no. She agreed. As I want to remind you guys, Okay, outside of prog raiding, she was alright. Her anger didn't flare up or the stress and crying. It was just during raid hours. Deflection came with her. was mostly quiet and in fact, kind of made things awkward. <laughs> he third wheeled the fuck out of it. He just sat there silently. <laughs> Hello. I am also here. And that will be the last thing I say today. I shall sit and stare at you all endlessly. The boyfriend third wheeled the fuck out of it. <laughs> he just sat there silently like, like some mannequin that had showed up at the party. <clears throat> I made small talk with Linawari casually, just ending with a boba tea before my friend in Texas and I drove off uh, to go back to his place. I decided to celebrate Thanksgiving with him so he wasn't alone. Mm-hmm. And so I invited Linuari and Deflection over for Thanksgiving too, so we could all enjoy a meal together. I don't know if, I mean, you kind of asked us for an opinion on this at this point. You seem like you're just pouring gasoline all over yourself and then throwing yourself into an Indiana Jones style cultist ritualist pit hoping that maybe the flames won't catch you (laughs) just like hurling yourself it's like i feel like you're just hurling yourself under a bus and just thinking maybe it'll be okay i felt awkward asking so why did you ask you felt i know where you did it because i've seen emma do it where clearly you don't want to do it but you like they're looking at you in a certain way and you're like do you want to come i guess i felt awkward about it of course but i gave an effort I am going to do nice things. <sighs> okay. we have got to repair it. We can fix it. It's going to be fine. Before she came over though, she decides then to tell me that Kazemiah was drunk texting her one night as they met through me and we all played games together when it wasn't raid time. Kazemiah says he has feelings for me. That's weird, isn't it? I thought he liked you. It's making my mind swirl. Now, this is when Linawari explained to me that she's polyamorous. Deflection is not. How does that work? I don't know about polyamorous relationships, so forgive me for being boomer on this, Where it just sounds like she goes and fucks guys and then just comes back, <laughs> which sounds to me, in my mind, like the worst thing imaginable ever. I would rather be dead then have emma going out fucking dudes and then just like coming back home that sounds like i would want to like just fucking blow the house up if that was the case that's just me though i'm not into polyamory i'll leave it there but that sounds fucking mentally killing that's what that sounds like apparently oh my god it gets worse She told me that when her and Deflection got together, she realized her polyamorous side later into the relationship and Deflection had accepted this about her and said it was fine, not a big deal. It is a big deal because your missus has had a cock in her mouth and then she wants to kiss goodnight. That's a big deal It is That's a big deal It's a really big deal actually That's a huge deal It is <laughs> that's, that's that's a really big deal <laughs> That's a really big deal Yeah that's a huge deal That's just not happening at all There is zero chance of that happening <laughs> There is just no way Hard pass Hard pass <clears throat> i told linoari i'm not emotionally available to date unfortunately and i like him like a friend not a lover she replied with how she understands and that she quite likes him too but doesn't know if she should do anything i didn't think anything of it people do whatever people want to do i tell kazimar she likes kazimar that she likes him and i just go about my night this mike and chat was all those two needed from then on those two were never not together and they were talking like crazy in private voice chats, interacting together, playing games. I didn't know about this. I was gone. Linawari makes the long drive to where my friend lived and we had Thanksgiving. But she was giving rather obvious vibes. She asked me, what are you doing for your birthday? As it was coming up in January. I said, I have no plans. Probably just go out with my friends as usual, enjoy myself. Okay, she replied. And then looked down at her phone. It was obvious what she was planning. I didn't know that Kazimaya was involved. I don't know what she's planning. What's she planning? Oh, I feel like such a moron. What's she planning? I don't know what she's planning. A three way? What's happening? A th- Is she planning a three way? A birthday three way? <clears throat> All right. <laughs> I mean. I guess. <laughs> I later find out that Slow Hula had invited her, Kazumi, and him, himself, to come and visit for my birthday. Oh, that's a four-way dance, people. <laughs> he, of course, bought Linawari her ticket to fly up to the insanely cold state of Minnesota, where I live. And Kazimaya drove up from Iowa as he moved there shortly after high school. Slow Hula, living just a state over two, drove up as well. Obviously, by now, I know that Linawari and Kazumaya were swiftly becoming a thing. Now, I didn't particularly care that they were becoming an item. I want to be absolutely fucking clear with everybody listening to this story right now. I did not give a single fuck. I never wanted to be with Kazumaya. I never obviously wanted to be with anyone else. I was fine with it. If they're doing their thing, they're doing their thing. What I did care about, though, that I, was that I went from seeing Kazumaya almost every day to maybe once a week, if that. I understand that people want to spend time with the ones they love, but I have never been able to understand why they need to nearly abandon their friends in the process. I've seen it happen so much. It just makes me so sad to lose connections like this. Eh, I mean, relationship people do get more priority than friend relationships. It happens. Not that strange, actually. Eventually, though, with how little they seem to care about my presence in general, I considered, are they using my birthday to just come up and see each other? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah 100 absolutely <laughs> yeah it's absolutely what's going on <clears throat> i asked kazemire about it. he said of course not we're coming to your birthday and insisted on this i didn't believe him at this point kazemire when he's lying is rather transparent but i said nothing of it and waited for the promised day of visitors they weren't in my state for long, but I hardly saw those two when they came for my birthday. She came up the night before my birthday and spent the night with Casimir. You can guess what they did as I see him with a giant hickey upon his neck. Oh, no. How old are you guys? You're doing hickeys? The fuck? Hickeys? are you like in your 20s? What the fuck is going on there? that's fucked up that's more fucked up than a polyamorous relationship <laughs> fucking hickeys jesus christ <laughs> that's fucking up what's a hickey a love bite we call it love bites in the uk it's where you like suck like semi bite someone and like suck the blood for about five minutes so it leaves like a bruise it's gross it's fucking awful <clears throat> It irked me for some reason or the other, but I didn't say anything other than to tease him about it. We go to the Mall of America, America, and walk around. Me, the birthday girl, rather happy to be around friends and company, at least. To be around Slow Hula, who was awesome. We do a bit of shopping here and there and stop at Kazimierz's mother's house to hang out until dinner. You might have noticed that Deflection did not come up. Of course not. His fucking missus is there to suck another guy's dick. He's probably not watching. Or maybe he is. I don't fucking know. This whole polyamory shit blows my fucking mind. For all I know, he sits there on a birthday cake farting while he watches his wife blow another dude. I don't fucking know. But he's not there. So whatever. I'm not sure if he just wasn't invited by Slowhula. If Linowari just wanted to go and made him stay with the animals or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I usually quite like Korean barbecue. Holy fuck, is this so? I like Korean barbecue on my birthday, so that's what I chose. I had a collective group around eight. <coughs> eight people there in total with my IRL friends and sister there too. And Linawari decided to sit right next to me. Okay, I thought, weird. My family and close friends are here, but all right. Which in hindsight... She did because she was sitting directly across from Kazemiah, <laughs> who had sat on the other side of the table. Okay. They were definitely doing something under the table with their feet. But I ignored it, and I digress. Hmm. I don't like that. I don't like that. <clears throat> I don't like that over korean barbecue inappropriate i'll state right now i can't use fucking chopsticks (laughs) i can practice as much as i want but my small hands just cannot work that magic no matter how hard i want them to so i occasionally fumble my food then notes this so she decided to help me she grabbed the food with her chopsticks and brings it to my mouth What was it? (laughs) It matters. What was it? (laughs) It's important. I need the detail of what it was. Now, I can't recall entirely if it was around now or earlier. but she asked. Oh, no. I've never kissed a girl before. Have you? I reply with yes. I had a girlfriend in high school. Now, mind you, I'm now 28 i've had a few relationships since but generally i haven't really tried to be with anyone i enjoy my own company and that's really all that matters in the end for me the meal goes on i keep fumbling bits of food and she feeds me like a mother would a daughter every now and again it made me feel so awkward especially as she continues to get closer to me and pushes up on me she's going for the three-way i mean she's making the move she's going in for the kill so dinner's over we get in the car to bring and luari back to their hotel She starts to randomly say, give me your finger. Where are we going? Bex, is this safe? Are we good here? Give me your fingers. It is safe. All right, Bex has given us the all clear. All right. She randomly says, give me your fingers. I say, why? I want to suck them. Come on, it will be funny. (laughs) she's not concealing it i don't know how you start a three-way i'll be honest i have no idea what the a to b to c process is but that's one that probably fucking works right probably works right it probably works i go no (laughs) all right no (laughs) no thank you Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> she then tries to grab my... Ah, you see, you went too far. She then tries to grab my hands, so I stick them around my back and lean back. I was getting angry now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would feel if someone suggested three-way, like, to me and Emma or whatever, and it's like, oh, right, yeah, no, no, thank you. That's that's it, it's done. It's over. No, we don't float, We don't roll that way. Okay. Casimir instead gives his hand to her, and sure enough, she starts sucking away on his fingers he washed them he just had dinner i don't like that hickeys and finger sucking this is so 15 year old i just look out the window trying to bubble down the rage inside me it was obvious to slow Hula i was unhappy of which we talked about privately as i was going to slow Hula's car we were in casimir's slow Hula's was in the parking lot lina right Ro- <laughs> lina what she's still going for it she's still going literally rocks up to me and starts smushing me against the passenger door leaning in to try and give me a kiss and this made me very upset i laughed at Osses, ha ha ha. maybe uh maybe not eh and swiftly just got in the car decompressing from the day and night mind you she was as sober as sober she could be she had not one lick of alcohol because she claimed she had an allergy to alcohol I want to be clear to you guys. I was not flustered in the uwu sense. No, I, I mean, I think we're all on the same page. You're flustered because your entire private privacy is being invaded on your birthday by some pushy over sexual lady. I was just unhappy and upset. I went to bed the second I got home, but then came the morning. So Hula picked me up rather early so we can just chill before the two lovebirds are ready. I vent to him about her actions and how it made me feel and other life stuff going on as we wait in his hotel room. I've seen him in person many times before this. So being around him was normal for me as any other friend. He texts the two asking if they are up and ready. They are. So we get in the car and go to Kane's Chicken. Checkers for breakfast. All right, hold. Kane's Chicken. Minnesota, are we in? Minnesota. All right, Kane's Chicken. Got it. Snelling and Lake, baby. Open from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Oh, it's a classy joint. Located in Minneapolis, we serve only the highest quality chicken finger meals. (laughs) It's that one, love. Our crew makes it out. So they just sell chicken tenders? Is that it? Okay, it's legitimately just a restaurant that sells chicken tenders, looks like. Four chicken tenders with fries, six chicken tenders with fries, three chicken tenders with fries, three chicken tenders with fries and a drink uh and they also do the 50 chicken tenders feeds 13 to 17 people or one chonker the 75 chicken tender combo murica motherfucker oh it goes to 100 it absolutely does it goes to 100 chicken fingers holy shit who the fuck is ordering 100 chicken nuggets Oh, they do do chicken burgers and text something called Texas toast. What the fuck is Texas toast? All right. Can anyone fill me in? What is Texas toast? Is it just toast covered in butter? <laughs> I'm doing my part. <laughs> what is this? I'm sorry, audio listeners, but you absolutely have to check their menu. They sell lemonade, sweet tea, unsweet tea, half tea, half lemonade, uh, a fountain drink which is a soft drink or a jug of lemonade i'm not sure if many people are familiar with the offerings where your drink is measured in jugs i'm familiar with liters milliliters and so on and so forth but i have yet to uh measure my drinks in the form of jug units but there you go it's 71750 calories per gallon <laughs> lemonade that's a lot of lemonade (laughs) that is a shitload of lemonade i need 100 chicken nuggets and a jug of lemonade (laughs) what possible occasion calls for 100 chicken nuggets and a jug of lemonade (laughs) (laughs) it's obscene to me this restaurant is still open oh my god (laughs) and this is your breakfast this is what you're going for breakfast Oh, Jesus, fuck. Okay, we're going to meet here for breakfast and have chicken nuggets and lemonade. (laughs) Sorted. Awesome. It's really good. Fuck off. It's really good. (laughs) Fuck right off. It is. Honestly, it's really good. For breakfast. It's not good for breakfast. I don't care if it was made by jesus's chicken i don't give a shit if it was blessed by the lord himself you're not having chicken nuggets and lemonade for breakfast what the fuck <laughs> come on we can do better as a species we can do better than chicken nuggets and lemonade for breakfast we can do better <clears throat> okay <clears throat> let me focus the fuck up oh god <sighs> right we're going to Cain's chicken for breakfast Mike, it's not a healthy breakfast, <laughs> we know. But it is tasty. <laughs> I'm more upset by the Canes chicken breakfast. But once more in the car park, she tried to kiss me again. I just gave a firm shake of my head and walked into the restaurant. Slow <sighs> so orders a meal for him and I casimir for he and uh, him and lunari once more she sits next to me thankfully that is all she did back in the car now to the 30 minute drive to casimir's mother's house i just mostly space out nothing exciting happens until i got out of the car anyways the second i step foot outside lunari goes after me cornered me against the door and presses into me what the fuck so Hula sees this and raises his voice to tell her to fucking stop and we luckily go into the house with nothing more happening i'm upset again rightfully so so i just lay on the couch and turn on a few ghibli movies to watch until we go out for whatever plans we have there what, what the fuck ditch these cunts what the fuck is going on about midway through we go to the grocery store where one of the more annoying things happened walking around the liquor section of the store Casimir and slow hula switch aisles looking for something Linoari took this opportunity to butt shoulders and arms with me and leans closer and closer and closely, obviously trying to fucking kiss me again. I duck out and scurry off. I catch up with Hula and Kazimir and tell Slow Hula that she tried again. She didn't follow me, so I assumed she was mad at me for that. I felt bad. Yeah, Sag, man, Sag. I am hoping that you have corrected or are on your way to correcting this sensation you have about trying to please people, regardless of how much they're fucking abusing you. I felt bad, but I didn't budge, and I went to find her. I I gave up. Uh... I went to find her, uh, gave up quickly and then went to the bathroom. She stuck off with Kazamar and I met with Slowhula once more when we got to the checkout. The rest of the night went smoothly, nothing happened. Until Slowhula leaves to go to the bathroom. As he's about to leave and take me back home, I go to bring my dish to the kitchen. And at this time, she's against me leaning into me. I've had enough. I fucking break. I'm upset. This has got so annoying i was through with her rubbing up against me even playfully trapping me trying to kiss me it got to be too much so i gave her what she wanted with Casimir right there i kissed her and i walked away Tried to not let my anger show she says wow felt you were going to put your tongue in there mike the fire in my stomach from that comment could have lit the forges of the gods she has harassed me for two days and then teases me when i finally gave in I drive that to my house with Slowhula. He leaves back to his state the next morning, so I give him a parting hug farewell and go inside. Kazuma and Luari stay for a few more days, but I never heard anything from them to follow. Some time passes and they go home, and by now I've entirely distanced myself from Luari. Thank God. I vented to Slowhula and others about it, and no one agreed with her actions. No, <laughs> no, not at all. A few weeks after the event, I confronted her about it she apologized and promised it wouldn't happen again that helped things but i never looked at the same again another thing i forgot to mention is that her and deflection are not doing well together as a couple no really that's outrageous (laughs) that's unbelievable deflection called kazumaya repeatedly the new shiny and i told kazumaya that too if she was willing to leave a relationship of four years just like that for someone she just met she will definitely do it again I warned Kaz of this, but otherwise I let them be. I held my reservations, and that is until Kaz messaged me, worried about Linuari. Just over a month had passed since we had all met up, and he starts complaining to me about everything I knew about her, and some other bits I didn't know. For example, I didn't know that Linuari was unhappy that Kaz didn't get her pregnant on their visit together, and that she was at first saying... <coughs> that she was trying and trying now casimir hadn't been employed for years he had enough money to live on for a while but there is no way in fucking hell he could support a child i told him that and he agreed i also said that you can't be her out she wants to get away from deflection and you're the way she's trying to do it and he agreed i told him they need to sort their shit out and you probably should not have gotten involved he agreed and even said said that to her she replied with I have no love in my heart for deflection anymore, and I need to get him out. Anybody who would let me sleep with other men is no real man. <laughs> <laughs> I want a polyamorous relationship. Okay. Wow. Pussy. <laughs> I just don't like you anymore. ha ha ha. <laughs> oh my god oh texas baby <laughs> rocking and rolling oh that's funny oh jesus fucking christ <sighs> at the end of this hour-long discussion with him that he should end things it won't end well and Deflection's the victim here he agreed throughout this mind you he was talking shit about her though an hour or so later i asked him hey what did linoari say when you told her that uh say about me when i told her she sexually harassed me And the reply boiled my blood. She said she clearly wanted me to do it. She should have just said no. It's her fault for not pushing me away properly. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it's your fault. I had it. I couldn't take it anymore. I kicked her on the spot. A deflection two. Why deflection two? I feared Linwari would use his nearby PC as a surrogate to reach to me. Some days pass. I, I didn't see Kaz at all, let alone hear from him minus the occasional did you do it to see if he mustered the courage to leave her. And maybe on four or five days after the giant discussion t- together, he comes to me. I can't remember the exact reply because honestly, fuck him. I'm going to be removing you. You are being too dramatic about the whole thing. And you twisted my mind to think badly about Linwari who I really care for, and you tried to split Split us up. This is goodbye for good. And all I could think to reply was, okay. (laughs) I'll not lie. I was raging. I took screenshots of our discussion prior and sent them to Linwari saying, I don't give a fuck anymore. They were damning. Another friend who was their friend as well checked up with them because he thought it was a horrible idea what they were doing. Linwari admits that Kaz said some bad things, but otherwise... I love them. And with all I had to deal with in regards to her and her now taking over an, a decade-long friend from me, I couldn't give a fuck. I had nothing to prove to her or Kaz. The pair gradually removed everybody from their friends list and friend circle, including said friend who reached out to me, the innocent main tank, who just liked to have fun with everyone, Slow Hula and more. They all got disconnected. Granted, Slow Hula thought Linwari was a bitch all the time. <laughs> And at writing this to you mike it's been four months since that happened from what i understand deflection is now single with a zoo of animals in his house and Lunwari has moved where i'm not sure but i know it's either with or close to kaz as i remember her wanting him to kick kaz's roommate out so she could move in and this brings me to the end of our tale and where i would like an outside opinion from you in the chat am i the villain there are definitely things i could have done better by all but am i completely guilty Thank you for reading my tale. I know it's rather long, but it was a lot to type. I hope you, those close to you and your chat have a wonderful time ahead of them. So seriously, a long time viewer since Wallace of Drainor, the author. Okay, look, I'm not a psychologist at all. I'm really not. I don't know much about it. We have spoke to psychologists, but you, you need some help. A lot. Of, uh, you, need to, you need some help, like a lot of help. There. Were, uh, if this story is accurate, and I believe it is, There were a lot of things that were going badly for you that you didn't recognize. And that's worrying because you are, I would just say, in my opinion, and I think along with the chat, is you are very susceptible to being abused quite heavily. And that's not good. Uh, And I would really encourage you to seek some help and guidance in that regard. I mean this genuinely seriously so that that does not happen to you. Because if this is completely true, you are very, very... Open to being easily abused and manipulated by people, and I don't want that for anybody ever at all, so I don't know I'm not wizened enough for where to point you in a direction or whatever, but yeah you need to be very careful uh because there were things that would happen here that I think I know for myself probably a lot of our members of chat that have been would have been stamped out within about three seconds and I think the scariest point of this is when, like, she tried to get you again in the supermarket or whatever it was, and you fucked her off, and then you felt bad about it. While she was abusing you and harassing you, and you felt bad that you had pushed her away. That's not a good thing that should pop into your brain. <laughs> I am, yeah, we do have professionals in the chat who are about this. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so you want to do that. I mean, yeah, I mean, this is somebody who has. Uh, it was used to manipulating and abusing people and then found you probably as somebody they could do that to very easily and took full advantage of it uh, in many, many ways. And then gaslighted the fuck out of you about it as well. So I would just be, thank you for the story, but for, for real, I would definitely seek out some sort of guidance. At some point, the social interaction's gone a different way for you than what it probably should be for the rest, for, in general. So I would definitely look out for that. Well, that's does brings to the end of drama for today, my friends. And what a tale it has been. You are not guilty. Yes, ultimately you are not guilty. i um, 100%. And uh, I look forward to hopefully maybe seeing you at PreachCon or something so you can be around people who will not do things like that to you. <laughs> and have a nice, friendly, cordial relationship with people, which I can promise you can have in the presence of me and my community. I would love to see you and hopefully you're doing well and to hear from you again. Uh, That would be great. Yes, that would be really cool. Uh, But I'm going to love you and leave you. I am being spam phone called because I believe I am late massively uh, for a date, uh, which is unfortunate because I'm supposed to have a meeting as well. But I'm going to love you and leave you. I probably will see you over the weekend at some time to play some Planet Crafter or something like that. But for now, be good. I'll see you guys later. Bye, guys.